The key to success on the field and in your backyard is a comprehensive game plan. So if you're building a fence or a deck this year, trust a Terkstra coach to design, quote, or order the right materials for your project. Visit a Terkstra Lumber near you to learn more. From the Ticats Audio Network, this is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Welcome back to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. We're rolling out of the bye week here. CFL week 15, Ticats 3-9. and nine. And after this bye week, uh, back at the last stretch of the season. Coach, it's great to be back with you on the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. First of all, how was your bye week? Uh, let's go with awesome. That's great. awesome. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the body clock doesn't stop. You still wake up at, you know, 4 a.m., but you don't have to get up. I think that's the biggest difference, Luke. That's great. I actually made it out to your neck of the woods, your original neck of the woods out in uh, Washington State for uh, – for a wedding this weekend, uh, beautiful and actually not rainy, but now we have uh, the rain here in Hamilton with us, so that's just the way it goes. Always awesome to get out. It's green. It's green. Clean oh, air out there out west. Amazing. Just absolutely uh, luscious. It was uh, It was honestly a beautiful, beautiful uh, place, mostly in Bellevue when we were there, but it, but uh, awesome trip. East side. East that's side. Uh, Coach, let's get right, right into it here. You've got uh, – you're coming out of the Labor Day Classic, which was probably – most people would probably say a low point for the season as far as injuries and and uh, where that sets the Ticats in the standings as you move into the last stretch of the season here, especially at the QB position. First, I guess I take it that the bye week was pretty good timing as far as helping out you you and your staff's ability to evaluate and your, the team's ability to heal um, specific to the quarterback uh, position. Yeah, we've been, you know, injuries hasn't... Uh... It's definitely part of the game, but it hasn't been, you know, very favorable for us. And uh, it's been, it's not, it's not that it's just at the key positions. And, you know, when you have your, mm-hmm. your, your two people that are capable of starting um, and thing, people that you're counting on to go out, it, it, it's something that, you know, is always a possibility, but it's not that you're prepared for it. And meaning you're not going to give your three and co- four quarterbacks uh, generally very many reps, you know, outside of maybe a scout team every now and again, and maybe handing off the ball an inside run. There's just not a lot of room for growth, as obviously you're giving those reps to the number two quarterback. So um, it's hard to get them prepared, um, but at the end of the day, they kick the ball off anyway. And like I always say, we're no excuses, and we're we're built on on worrying about controllable factors. And that was the hand we're dealt. And, you know, we, you know, I thought we hung in there um, real strong. And, you know, it was a football game in the fourth quarter. And I know it was, I think it was an 11-8 game. And we had the wind at our back and some unforeseen things happened. And, um, yeah, definitely disappointed. But, um, you know, when it comes to the quarterback position, um, it doesn't really matter. It's which football team I've ever been on. Uh, when they've went well, the football team has a better chance of high achievement. Yeah. Um, what changes specific to your role, you and your 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 staff, your coaches' roles with a young quarterback? Is, is the week of prep different when you've got a new guy without experience going in? I would say not terribly different. Uh, obviously, you scale things back uh, in the majority of cases, mm. as we did. And you try to prepare them the best you can for what you anticipate seeing, but there's always those wrinkles. And for the first time, you know, when they're seeing him full, full speed in the game, um, 
sometimes you're able to make those adjustments quickly and sometimes it takes a little longer. But um, in the meantime, there's a whole, there's a lot of other things going on with special teams and defense, you know, while you're trying to figure things out. So I'd say the prep week remains relatively the same. Uh, but the way you approach it with the quarterback um, and maybe the play selection is a little bit different. Coach, after this bye week here, is it does it feel to you, is it time that you draw a line in the sand? Like, is it now you're going to sort of looking to re-identify your 2022 Hamilton Tiger Cats? Or is it or is it more of the same? You're just going to continue to work. Is it you're going to continue to work away and be, be as good as you can at the things that you've always uh, been working on? I think it's a combination of both. You know, we're obviously not going to stay exactly the same, but uh, – so a lot of it is just predicated on injury status, to be honest with you, right? If if Matthew or Dane are able to go, that's going to change. You know, it doesn't matter what line you draw. It's going to be a different game than if Jalen and Jamie, you know, go. So, um, you know, we're never going to stay the same. What we've done so far uh, in the win-loss column hasn't been good enough. But there's plenty that we have done uh, that has been good enough. We just have to find ways – uh, consistently in all three phases to put it together um, for the end result, and that's to get into the win column. There is no moral victories, but I think, you know, changing everything all around um, sometimes is an overkill, and it appeases everybody but the actual player in the football team hmm. um, because they're the ones that play. And as a confused player, uh, doesn't play fast. And so moving people, putting in, you know, that. But you also, at the same point, you know, to your comment, you don't want to stay the same. And that's not always personnel. It's not always play calls. It's not always that. So, you know, so we'll adjust our practice just a little bit and go from there. Do, do you have any memories as a player seasons like this? I mean, I, I, I kind of think back to 2015, 2017, you know, we were sort of, uh, flirting with the playoffs at, at sort of this this you know last stretch of the season here and you know I, what what was your mentality to a player and how does that relate as a coach I mean is it do you, in a sense I feel like the burden falls on the coaching staff as a player you kind of have the freedom to just say certainly I have maybe a lesser circle of control so I can focus in on on those things that are mine to control those things that are mine to be good at uh, and I can just go out there and play free. As a coach, maybe is the pressures mounting? Are they different uh, than 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 uh, a player in this point of the season? Uh, that's a good question. I think it. You know, everybody would likely answer it just a little bit different. Um, I, pressure usually comes, and you've heard me say this, Luke, when you're not prepared. And I feel like you know, as as a staff, it, you know, we're prepared. And our job is to get the players prepared as possible, and the players' job is to always perform and on a consistent basis. So, um, you know, to be honest with you, I do understand the business. I understand the sports entertainment value. I understand the passion of the CFL fans. That's what I love about the league. Um, but really, in fairness, and you've, you know, I, that's why I love doing this show with you, is you can attest, and I say it often, but um, whether you agree or disagree, um, it, the, it's about focusing and refocusing. And the outside noise is part of the entertainment. 
but it really has no bearing on us calling Kansas State cube and you executing versus press man versus a high corner versus a cut coverage and a high halfback. It really has no bearing on it. Our job is to prepare you for that moment and make sure it's not too big for you. And the outside stuff doesn't really enter in. And so um, I think it's actually tougher nowadays on players because the outside is part of how they're raised. And it is there. And they have to whether choose whether to drown it out, defend it, and everybody handles it different. But from a coaching perspective, I just I know that it has no bearing on our meeting tomorrow and what my job is and what the coach's job is. Um, and it's really not any bigger than that. Hmm. Do you, is the right answer, right is a strong word, is, is are you more inclined to at this point in the season sort of, you know, squeeze the club a little tighter, you know, like, you know, double down on film study, uh, uh, you know, really, really ensure, uh, you know, an adherence to sort of your culture and your, the discipline of that being on time, being early. Um, and, and, and not to, and I know they're not totally opposites, but maybe is it, are you more inclined almost to say, to, to cut loose a little bit and say, listen, guys, like if you're going to come in here, all tensed up and all tight and say, Oh my, Oh, oh no, like the playoffs, we got to win to get into the playoffs you know, then you're not going to be great. You've got to cut loose and be free. I mean, and those two things, in my opinion, they're maybe not totally opposites, but they maybe do look a little different if you committed one way or another. What about you? Which one resonates more with sort of where your team is and what they need? Um, that's a great question because I think it varies not just year to year, but week to week. Um, you know how our meetings are run and only, you know, I apologize for all the listeners that where I always reference those things, but very rarely are we going to be tight. You know, it's the, and what we're not going to be not address the elephants in the room. We're going to coach hard. We're going to demand excellence. Um, we're going to teach them. We're going to critique. And, but we're also going to understand that we're dealing with people, not robots. Yes, you are players, you, are, you sign a contract, but you're people first. And it's okay for people to laugh, even if nothing is funny from the outside. Mm. Um, there's a human element to the game to get people to perform at their best. And that doesn't mean you're not taking things serious, but you know, if you know, I'm going to take a drill sergeant mentality um, and I will do that at times if that's what the situation calls for. But you also got to be authentic and be who you are and know that no matter what approach you take, militant, laid back, you know, there couldn't be contrasting styles, whether it's a Ken Austin style or a June Jones style or a, you know, anything in between. None of it guarantees a victory. It yeah. just doesn't. The players make the plays and the coaches coach and when you start, when I start thinking as a coach that I'm the difference maker, it's my play call, it's my environment, it's my culture, boy, look out. Because it's players like yourself and all your great teammates that created the environment that results in the culture. And that's what I'm most proud of and what's going to be sustainable for as long as I'm here and long after because that's how we're built. The play on the field is always what it's about. It's always about execution. That's how the wins come. The most critical stat is the win or the loss. And we do other critical stats. Um, 
that we think contribute to that most critical stat. But I just know whatever form it is of leadership, none of it guarantees victory. Yeah, wow. Great insight, Coach. And I always, it always resonates with me, one, something that you've said a couple times in the show and before this show, is that it's so interesting that sometimes a bad week of practice or a good week of practice, they, they don't end up predicting the win. Like I always, I always found that to be so interesting as a player because it, it is true. I, on a personal level and as a team level, you, you know, there's just days where it's just a sloppy, sloppy product on a Wednesday on the practice field on a day two or whatever. And for some reason, you just go have a great game. And I, I was always interested in the why, but also just kind of, you know, fascinated in the fact and just the what that that just is real and exists. And and you're right. I mean, the, a, a great culture starts with, I agree, the players. But there's a framework that that you and, and coaches like yourself, you know, instill from the start that sort of that sort of, you know, lays a track for the for the guys to jump onto and. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a whole whole uh, array of it, and what I do what I do remember well from especially 2019 uh, and and years where you were around as as our OC or receiver coach, whatever is that, or sort of a DC and receiver coach, and you know, I, I felt like that you you have a particular gift for that combination of discipline and attention to details while not tightening up. The, the locker room you know while not 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 letting not having such an a such a militant detailed approach that it's sort of it's sort of dry and 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 you know unemotional like you know the best the best football is done when you're having fun playing it and so boy if I, that would be my message to, to the to my former teammates and, and to the new members of this team is that you guys man you if you you don't have a chance at the playoffs if you're not going to have fun working to get there right it's well said and I think that is the environment that you know, the, you know, standing in front of the football team every day, you set the tone. Yeah. Right. And then it's set, you know, in the subcultures uh, thereafter uh, by the by the coordinators and then also the position coach. But you have an opportunity to set the tone for practice. And I think what's so unique about football that is that unlike. I would almost say any other sport. I've always was careful. I don't know if you ever picked up on this. I was always careful to say that you know, we all had a great practice because it's very rare that I, in 20 plus years that I have been along with this league, or even if I think back to when I started paying attention to those things, that all three phases had an awesome practice. It's usually the offense clicked. Mm -hmm. But if the offense is clicking, that means the defense has probably given up something. And if the defense, especially in competition periods, if the defense is winning our team competition period, it means you guys aren't scoring. Wow. on offense and if one person drops a punt in practice and then everybody else on every other phase is kicking their tail and busting it and I get up in front of the football team and say we got to pick it up on special teams well I'm I'm framing that off of one drop punt that could affect the outcome of a game but yet everybody else did the right thing and so I always it, it's just interesting and I learned that as a player where they'd say Coach may get in front and say, hey, great practice today. And I'm thinking, boy, we stunk mm -hmm. on defense. And it just very rarely applies to everybody. That's funny. That and so I think, I think you divide it. Yeah, the offensive head coach you know, from, from an offensive yeah. background says, oh, great practice today. <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, Yeah, no. and I'm thinking, like, who's he talking to? <laughs> right. That's great stuff. The Coach, let's get into a fan question here. Um, sure. This one is from Chuck Monachino. 
And he says, Coach, with the NFL cutbacks taking place, are you actively looking at those released players? And if so, what positions? Good luck Saturday. Oski Wee Wee from Chuck. Awesome. Thanks for the question, Chuck. Uh, the answer is, you know, uh, we always look forward to this time of year, especially if you're talking to personnel department, because there's players that uh, they've been tracking. So the answer is absolutely. The direct answer is absolutely yes. And if you're asking what position, uh, sorry for the blanket statement or straddle the fence answer, but it's all positions. Like there's just a unique thing where you're always, this is a game of competition. And the reason that, you know, Luke, you were able to, you took somebody's spot. Somebody went home, hmm. whether it was an injury or not. When they decided to keep me, they decided not to keep somebody else. And that's just the world and what you sign up for uh, in this professional football. And it's not personal. It's because there is a game of injuries. If, if Luke goes down, who's replacing him? You can't always be reactive. you got to be proactive on some of these situations. So I do truly mean that we're looking at all positions. Um, and that would start around NFL cut down time every year. And, and uh, everybody knows it because there's all of a sudden new faces in the locker room. And it's a little bit different, but um, it's always an exciting time because you get a chance to ID some of the players that you may invite to training camp or they may help you for the playoff and Grey Cup stretch. Hmm. Great stuff. And uh, Chuck, thank you for the question. Fans, be sure to send your fan questions in for Coach O to game day at ticats.ca. You know, include the subject, uh, the Coach O show or question for Coach O. And it might be your question that gets selected for next week's uh, show. The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is presented by Turkstra Lumber. Check out the project coaches at Turkstra Lumber. They can help with any part of your home renovation from designing a deck, ordering a new front door, and many more. Learn more at turkstralumber.com. And be sure to send those fan questions into game day at ticats.ca. Coach, appreciate all of your insight. And what a what a beautiful moment in a, in a team's... team's uh, uh, lifespan to go and try to make a difference in these last games and, and to uh, and to win what has to be won in order to get a chance at a championship. We're excited to see you Saturday, 4 p.m. Winnipeg Blue Bombers will be at Tim Hortons Field. I'll be up there, Coach. Excited to see you, and best of luck with the week of prep. Awesome. Appreciate it, Luke. We'll see you next week. Another episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is in the books. Let us know your thoughts. Email us at gamedayatiecats.ca. Coach O and Luke are back next week to discuss the latest from the locker room. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.